Welcome everyone back to the Minnesota Enthusiast Podcast episode number 11. I hope so. Otherwise, I'm going to look like a real idiot if I say I, the wrong episode. Other than that, I'm your host, your very fabulous host as always, Charlie Grofner, joined by my awesome co-host. That's when you say your name. Aaron Young, <laughs> also known as the Young Prodigy. Mm-hmm. And we are oh, back, back after a hiatus. Two-week hiatus. Two-week hiatus because... Uh, we I had, was enjoying vacation. That, and we also had some. We find after almost too long, we finally have have sports back, and we, we have, have playoff hockey. Yeah, I, I, I was really glad we, they were able to get this done because I really miss this. Usually, I like the Stanley Cups. Always fun to watch, even like if your favorite team's not in it. I, I. I would probably have to say playoff hockey is as good as it'll ever get. Yeah. And so far, this has been good. Like, so for the play-in series, for the West, I think think we'll start because the East, I have some big ones to pick off. So uh, the first one was a major upset. Uh, Chicago beat Edmonton. Like, I didn't see that from Chicago. What was the seeding? It was uh, Edmonton was five, Chicago's was twelve. Like, like the thing is, Chicago's been sort of like one of those teams who have that's been in sort of like a deep rebuild. Like, if you remember, like back in the early two thousands, they were like unstoppable. They were like a dynasty. Well, dynasty. they were unstoppable in the early twenty tens too. Yeah, the, with yeah, Patrick the twenty Kane tapes. yeah back when they had like the Patrick Kane era. Era, I want to say like. That's sort of the thing. Like, they locked – they did, like, what some teams do. They locked those guys up long-term, and now they've just been kind of, like, not that good. So, this definitely shocked me because I think the major thing why Edmonton lost this series was goalie. They really did not have a good goal, goalie going into this. They were, like, shopping at the deadline. They were even shopping at the deadline for a goalie. goalie. So, I think that was, like, the big thing that killed them because, like, Goalies are very hard to come by, especially very, very elite ones nowadays in the NHL. So, yeah, that's what I kind of have to say on that series. Next one is another shocker, Nashville beating Arizona. Like, okay. Um, well, here's the thing. I think – Wait, was it, was it flipped? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Arizona beat Nashville. Sorry. That's what I mean. I was like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. Freezing. That's weird for me. Like, this is the – like, here's the thing. Like, well, with the – with Arizona, at the deadline, they completely collapsed. Like, they're – they had to actually fire their GM, like, for some reason. I didn't look into that. But, like, they collapsed. And now they beat beat a team that, like, two years ago – like two, three years ago, was competing for a, competing for the cup. So, I don't know. Like maybe they could catch fire again. Again, who knows? But I think it's interesting. You know, like they're a team. They're sort of like they're not a great team, but they can at least be something if they try. It's just they have to get past that whole Arizona sports stereotype. So you and your sports stereotypes. Well, here's I will the, agree with that one, though. I will agree with that one. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, I'm not, you know, on Arizona sports. It's like 
There's a reason why the Cardinals have, have yet to win a Super Bowl. The Suns win a championship. Well, actually, people are just more enraged at the Suns because they, they wasted the career, so many generational careers. Like, they wasted Steve Nash, and now they might be on the verge of wasting Devin Booker's career. So. That's a hot take. Yeah. And then the next one is Minnesota breaking our hearts once again and losing to the Canucks. And like I've been saying this whole time, like with this series, it w- I said it was winnable, but I didn't say it was, it was going to be easy. Like at best if they could do a set. Well, it was a best of five. They could have at least d- gone to five. I should well, say. they're uh... – before the last game of the series, I don't think Minnesota had a single power play goal. Yeah. That's problematic. Yeah, I I feel you can't like, score on a one man advantage. Yeah. Then I just feel like you need to figure something. penalties penalties were a major thing that killed us. Uh and just sort of like maybe a bit of momentum. I also I think I wasn't hundred percent on stay lock because he was like giving up a lot of easy goal goals throughout this series series like he still was like decent but i'm just like mm, like could you i really just can't be other than that like i'm not overly frustrated like good news is uh kareel kaprizov's final i think finally got his visa to come to the come to minnesota so he arrived in minnesota yeah he arrived he finally got here here, which is good, finally, because, like, we could u- really use him. We really need help. Oh, yes, we can. Yeah. But other than that, like, that's kind of all I have to say on that. And then this one was, wasn't much of a shock to me. Calgary beat Winnipeg. Because Winnipeg is, like, they have some nice pieces, though they still need to bi- – they're still trying to rebuild. Build. So, I think that's what the big thing is with them. So – I mean, with hockey, the sport is different in that if you get a one-goal advantage or two-goal advantage, no matter what seeds you are, you have a pretty good shot of winning it because wasn't it last year where both the one seeds were out in the first round? Yeah, so Lightning got swept by Columbus. Columbus, And then in the West, I think it was – I'm trying to remember at the top of my head. I think it was like – I think I want to say, like, it was maybe uh, – I have no idea. I think it was, like, like maybe uh, – I, I, I got you. Yeah, here, I'll look it up because now I'm curious. Because I forget at the top of my head who was in it last year. Because I know that it was – both the teams got eliminated. Okay. Uh. All right, I got it. Hold up. Okay, yeah, it was. <laughs> well, they gave me basketball instead of hockey. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Nashville was the number one seed last year. So yeah, yeah she does and they got beat, yeah. and they lost to the Stars. So that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Where, where is it like basketball? The 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 culture is different. So in hockey, you can get, say, three or four good guys on your team for each line. Mm-hmm. And you don't need a star power team. Like Golden yeah. Knights, 
they almost won their first year. And mm-hmm. the only guy I think they had was Broder and Hala that I know of. Yeah. Yeah, that's the so, thing. Like, typically in hockey, usually the best teams for success are ones that, that can switch out with multiple lines that are have good, good solid players on Yeah, them. so, like, I guess what I'm getting at is in basketball, you need that starting player to mm-hmm. work around. But in, in, in hockey, you need that depth. Yeah, you need a lot of depth when it comes to hockey hockey so yeah now so that was the western conference now on to the eastern conference (sighs) okay the first one the canadians beat pittsburgh hey man at least send the kids out of playoffs no more yeah no here's the thing first of all i'm actually happy the pittsburgh penguins are going home just because i thought it was i don't like the them and I thought it was funny. I am, however, I'm mad because you remember how we traded Zucker for a first round pick? Yeah. It was condition, it was this year and it was a conditional. If Pittsburgh made the playoffs, we would have gotten their first round pick. So that pick now goes to next year. So other than that, like, still, I am still baffled that Pittsburgh blew this. Blew this game so hard. Literally. I mean, I watched the first game, and I can't tell you the score, but I think Montreal scored in overtime. Yeah, they scored in overtime. Literally, like, (laughs) remember, this was a team that got – that lost in a regular series – series. Actually, the Red Wings, right? Yeah, they got swept by the Red Wings. And then they proceed to mop the floor floor with the – with the freaking I mean, penguins. if you think about it, though, you, you're, you haven't played for how long? Maybe give or take four to five months. Yeah. So the teams that are going to come to play are going to come to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing goes for the basketball I'll get to later. Yeah. So that was the first one upset. Then the next one was Carolina sweeping the New York Rangers. Honestly, like, I kind of felt like, this was overdue. This was going to happen to the Rangers just because, like, this was, like, the first year back after their long in, and lethodical build, sort of, like, rebuild. build. So <clears throat> I didn't, like, expect them to do – I could have expected them to get, like, maybe a game, but I didn't think they would go far. However, New York Rangers fans, if you're out there, I, there is solace into this. You – with this loss, you have a new prize. The you have a new. Oh, well, that's right. They have the first pick. They, they have the joys of the first overall pick. Enjoy your Lafreniere. Yeah. Honestly, like, why you know, is it that New York always gets the good ones? I don't know. But here's the thing: like, the, to me, this does not seem rigged because the last time the Rangers had a first round pick was like back in the '60s, '70s. So they have that long. Yeah, here, let me actually look up when their last first overall pick was. The Rangers are like a eh, early dynasty. Yeah, they're more just like one of the original, sort of like the original six. Um, So, yeah, they're only – the last time they had a first overall pick was 1965. So, it's been a while since they've had one. So, 
I'm really not going to hate. As much as I know we, we could have really used that, used Lafreniere yeah, in our squad right now, I think this isn't too bad for me. At least he's not going to a West – to a rival team, so. Congratulations, Rangers. Yeah. You know, hey. What country is that guy from? He is from – he is French-Canadian. He's from Montreal originally. So, if Montreal won it, then it would have been. I get it. Yeah. I understand. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, like I said, that's not too – I'm not too upset about that. That uh, The next one on the docket is the Islanders beating the Panthers. Like, here's the thing with this, with this series. Uh, I think if, if there's a best way to describe the Florida Panthers, I would call them – I listen to a lot of you – People might know this. I was, I like to prefer to the Panthers as like a deadbeat rich kid. They actually, they actually are really successful whenever they choose to get, get their, their crap together. The problem is they just, they just don't really try. If they tried, I think they could win, maybe make some impact. But right now they're just, all they got is prospects. That's it. So. Yeah, yeah. prospects for the future. And now. The piece de resistance. Toronto lost again. See, I got that text from you and I understood it, but I didn't really know what context it was for. So yeah. who did they lose to? They lost to Columbus in five. Oh, I'm rooting for Columbus. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. But anyway, Toronto, this might have been – to me – the the win the door is officially shut closed for Toronto on winning a cup, cup because they have over forty million dollars invested into their offense alone and they can't even get out of the first round, let alone beat Boston. Like, for the so past- what you're saying is the Toronto Maple Leafs are the Knicks of the NFL. No, that's being t- no. The, if they were, well, if they were in their early days, they would. They would have been. I would call them more like the cowboy boys. They choose their fan only because, like, they have an arrogant fan base. Then arrogant fan. How are you gonna be arrogant when your team isn't even that good, though? Yeah, but the thing is, like, this whole season for them was just horrible. But other than that, somehow. So that was the play-ins, everyone. Now we have the good ones, and so so at the time of this. Uh, we're recording this. It is uh, the 15th, so Saturday the 15th. Um, so far, uh, it, I figured I'll go through the West first. Uh, Vegas is leading Chicago 2-0. to nothing. Um, Colorado is leading Arizona 2-0. to nothing. Calgary is leading Dallas 2-1. to one. And Vancouver is leading St. Louis 2-0. Two to, two to nothing. So... Wow, St. Louis. Yeah. To be honest, I don't think I don't think this was more or less like this year was just them trying to defend the throne. The throne. But other than that, like they don't really have anything else to prove because ironically enough, they there were only two teams there were at the time last year, there were only two teams that had like the longest cup dr- droughts without like a Stanley Cup. St. Louis and Toronto. So now, now St. Louis broke theirs. Toronto's officially 
half a decade of no cup. Wait, 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 wait. The Wild have never won a cup, have they? Yeah, the Wild have – they haven't won a cup. So – but the thing is, like, the remember we had the North Stars and then the expansion Wild. So it's more like 20 years we haven't won a cup, cup I want to say, because – or something like that. I forget the exact I number. Know. We actually but, won the cup. Look at that. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. Uh, anyway, my prediction for the West is I think Vegas because they really kind of dominated in, in the play, in sort of like the round. It, it, I'd say like my best prediction for the conference final is like Vegas and Colorado. Rado, just because like they're the two best teams right now and I think the big threats. Or wait, they'd actually actually I think scratch that because I feel like they're probably meeting next round, Colorado and Vegas. So I'd say probably maybe Calgary, Calgary and uh, Vegas for the conference finals in the West. I just like it's hard to tell tell because like momentum, the momentum's really kind of gone. So yeah. Then for the East, we have. Philadelphia versus Montreal, also, which is tied one to one. Montreal, Philly. What do you, look? I I don't like Philly, but seriously, how are you allowing this to happen? The Canadians, the the only reason they're here is because because they stumbled in here. The only reason they stumbled into the play-in rounds is because everyone else stabbed themselves with safety scissors. I'm just like, but yeah. Uh, then we have. Columbus versus Tampa Bay, then which is tied one one. Washington versus New York, two zip nothing, and then Boston Carolina, which is tied one one. Honestly, like I think out of all these series, uh, Tampa versus Columbus is going to be by far the one that's most interesting. Well, when you go five overtimes in the first yeah. game, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be know, well, a good one. Five overtime epic in the first game. Eighty. Four saves. Yeah, eighty. He, eight, you know, the Corpus Allo made eighty-four saves, which broke the record by like ten goals. Goals like most saves in a playoff game. So that guy's a brick wall. Yeah, no, I feel like this is this could be one that like I see going to seven game games because for Columbus, it's about trying to get past, trying to actually go for the cup. Tampa Bay wants revenge for last year, year because remember they got swept by Columbus last year. So, I think this is going to be a very interesting series, like all the way to the end. So, that's just my hot take on that. That. So, yeah. Other than that, like that's kind of all I have for NHL. Like, this is the part where like now now that the play ins over, we actually have the official chase for the cup cup which is underway which honestly should be good so between basketball and nhl and yeah. something we look forward to we have something to look forward to in the dark times so yeah as for uh the e as for nba the the only one left to be the only i'm actually gonna look that score up right now yeah the only game left to be decided is uh Portland versus Memphis. So, I'm rooting for the Blazers. Yeah, as as much as I think John Morant deserves serious props for single handedly carrying Memphis to 
to respectability. I feel like Dan Lillard has gone full insane. insane so, so update forty two thirty nine Memphis. Yeah. Well, here's my here's my take. It was it was exciting because the Spurs it was between the Spurs, Suns and Grizzlies and Blazers. Mm-hmm. Spurs, I don't know how they did it, but you know, they make it. So you have the Blazers and Suns, and the Suns they were gonna make it, but yeah. Milwaukee decided not to play their starters or something. So Milwaukee lost and here we are. Yeah. I yeah, honestly like it's just like Damian Lillard has become a top three guard in the game. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like the reason I want to see Portland Portland in the eighth seed over Memphis is because if they match up with the Lakers, I feel like that is a series series that the Lakers actually could lose, to be honest. I could see it going to six, but I seven is a stretch. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like with the way Lillard's been playing, I feel like I'm not sure who, if you can really keep up with that kind of kind of pace. So, because he's like going from the low, he's like sh- taking shots from the logo and making them. <laughs> yeah, he just did that yesterday. Yeah, he's been playing like. Like, it's a video game, really. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm going to look up the standings real quick. Yeah, here, I have, have it, too. So, in the, in the West, it's Lakers versus uh, the winner of the Portland-Memphis series. Then it is Houston versus Oklahoma City. I think Oklahoma City wins that just because I don't trust – I feel like the Rockets – no, I just don't trust the Rockets anymore. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the Rockets, I get their, I, I get what they did. However, when you have two ISO players on your team, yeah, both won't get the opportunity to shoot the ball. And it's a weird dynamic because they're playing small ball too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now you got uh, Westbrook's probably not going to be back in time time because he's got an injury so it's like you're it's literally just you're the James Harden show and like that's the thing like okay OKC is a pretty solid squad so surprisingly yeah because like after the after last offseason I expected them to be tanking this year just because like they they blew everything up but now not only did they have CP3 is resurged yeah CP3 is resurged they have they have Adams yeah, they got Adam. They still got Steven Adams. They got Gildress Alexander. They got Gallinari. Nari, and now they got a crap load of draft capital from both the Clippers and Rockets they can now u- use to get more prospects. So, essentially, they have – they did – they probably have pre- had done a better process than the 76ers and Sam Hinkie could ever perfect. So, yeah. And then – uh, Denver versus Utah. Um, That'll be the series to watch. If yeah. Grizzlies beat the Blazers today, mm-hmm. Nuggets Jazz. Yeah, I because think... you have Rudy Gobert. I, he's, he's playing right. Yeah, Gobert versus the Joker, Jokic. 
Yeah. That's going to be a great matchup. And then you have the guards against the guards. Yeah, but here's my thing. Denver's got, like, a bunch of monsters on there, like seven-footers, six-footers, like six, six, seven-footer footers. So, like, that's the thing. thing is, like, Denver is making a legit case to go on a deep run. run. And I, I'd be all for it because I feel like, you know, they'd actually make a – they make a good case, so who knows? But other than that, that should be interesting. Cause like the thing is with the Jazz, I feel like they they are close. They're getting close to actually being like competing for a title. I think what you got to do is wait. In, it's it's kind of like you're still trying to develop Donovan Mitchell is like their main strategy right now. I could see them as a dark horse yeah. for next year. Mm-hmm. Well, looking at the standings. Yeah. Cause it's just like the Nuggets, Clippers, Lakers. I'd take those three mm-hmm. over the Jazz. Yeah. And then uh, the last game in the West is Clippers versus Dallas. Um, I, I th- could see that. I could see the Dallas winning a game or two. Yeah. My thing is, like, uh, with the Clippers is, like, they've struggled a little bit, but they still have a lot of depth on that team team that they can utilize. And the thing is with – and the thing is, this is Luka's first play – this is both Luka and Porzingis' first por- playoff appearances. Like, this is sort of like a year where they're supposed to get their feet wet, get a feel for it, and then next year is when they make some good stuff happen. So – because I – for. I honestly am with you. I believe Dallas can be, be the next big thing, thing for the league. I think Luka can be the future. I think right now it's just you still got to get get them to where they need to be at. So, yeah. And then obviously, next is the Eastern Conference. First one on the docket is Milwaukee versus Orlando. Four zero. Yeah, Bucks for Bucks sweep. I'm sorry, Orlando. It's just. Literally, you, you, you need to take. You need to get some things done. Okay, so that's all I can say. But yeah, sorry about that. Um, next one is Indiana versus Miami. This should be interesting. I, I think, you know, because like here's the thing, thing. Miami's got a rock solid team, team. You know. You know, you got Butler, you got Hero, you got Hero, you got Adebayo, Bio, and now they got a Iguodala in the mix. I feel like they're be, that's like they could make a they're like a team that could make the make the make a deep run. make a deep uh, run. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, like, the reason I say interesting is because now they got Oladipo back back after his injury, like. If they can keep – if Oladipo stays healthy and they're able to click on cylinders, they could make, an, make a deep run the Pacers could, could, which I think could be possible if they can get their stuff together. Well, T.J. Warren has been tearing down the house. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. That'll, looking at the rest of them, that's probably the most anticipated matchup. Yeah. Uh, Boston versus – Philly, like, problem is the Sixers have too the Sixers have have too many issues. They, I don't think they're beating Boston. 
Boston because like you ha- Simmons is now out entirely for the rest of this thing. So Embiid's not playing the best, the best uh, up to what he says he can be. Be you P- Horford's. Uh, it's just like I don't trust the Sixers. Sixers. You don't trust the process. I didn't trust the process to begin with. <laughs> I mean, they're facing the Celtics. The Celtics—they got so much depth too. Yeah, they got they got Kemba, they got Gordon, they got Tatum, they got Jalen Brown, Brown. They got Taco Fall. Fall. They got a team that, in my opinion, is perfect for is perfect to like make a good run at the at the title. Because, like, that's the thing. Like, the four teams – out of the East, the four teams I see are, like, Milwaukee, Miami, Boston, and Toronto making actual stakes in the, at the title. That's my – that's just what I noticed. And then the last one, Toronto, Brooklyn. Sorry, you Brooklyn. Have, you, don't you don't have, have KD. You don't have Kyrie. No DeAndre Jordan. No Tarian Prince. No Spencer Dim, Dimwitty. Witty. You are done. Go okay. So, sorry, but I think next year, if next year, I think is they'll be better. I think they might be be better because they get they're getting KD back. They're get they'll probably get Kyrie back, assuming he doesn't go off the deep end entirely, entirely. And I think I think next year is like going to be the year where they're titling, chasing titles. So, other than all, that, of, all of these teams, mm-hmm. I'd say the Bucks, Celtics, and Heat best chance of making the finals. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like I think I kind of just kind of want the Bucks <laughs> just because I kind of want to just see Giannis stay in Milwaukee. Because I, I don't think Giannis is gonna go either way. I I just don't know. The last thing in this need we need is a super is him either. If he go- goes to Golden State, I'm gonna quit watching basketball. I'm with you. Okay, <laughs> look, I we that dine we officially we saw what happened when we when Le- what last year after they the basketball gods had to make them pay for winning three rings in a row the way they did did so. Because where else is he gonna go? He's going to go uh, to Toronto, well, he, you said? Yeah, Toronto was – I think Toronto's still on the docket. They could. could I don't know what they do. And then Miami recently has said they are willing to trade any player on, that, on their squad to get Giannis. That's like serious. Why would you trade away Jimmy for him? You'd have to trade away Jimmy, Tyler Hero, and two first-round picks. Yeah, I feel like I would that... probably even say add on another player, like Bam out of bio. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like they'd be willing to do to trade for him. Yeah, I feel like trading for him, like it'd be a steep price. Price. Well, if you're Giannis and you don't go to the championship this year, you have a group around you, you have a coach around you, just. Me thinking, I would say here. Mm-hmm. Why would you go to the? Why would he go to the Heat? Yeah. If the Heat traded all the good players away. Yeah, I feel like if they wanted the big, 
what they're kind of hoping has happened is like Milwaukee said, like, hey, we want like, like, oh, well, like sort of what uh, the Lakers did to get AD. D. They traded like Lonzo, Brandon, Brandon, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and a backpack full of picks in exchange for AD. I feel like that's the thing. Like Miami majority of, they don't, they have the pieces to do it. It's just, I don't think Milwaukee wants to do that deal. Why would you do that deal? Sorry. Why would, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, I feel like, yeah, because the reason is, the reason why the Pelicans took that deal is because they were like, okay, we're already going to get Zion anyway with the first overall pick. Might as well get stuff to build, to help build around him. So. I mean, if the Lakers don't win a title this year, the Pelicans won that deal. Yeah. Yeah. Even if the Pelicans didn't make it to the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I hear, I'm sure you, have you heard yet that Pelicans coach got fired or got dismissed of his duties this morning. So, I did not. I heard that the Bulls fired somebody. Yeah, Bulls fired their head coach. So, and the Kings GM stepped down. Yeah, the Kings GM stepped down. Uh, honestly, like Kings GM, they he needed to step down a long time ago just because like he was a puppet. Really, it was Vlade Divac. So. Yeah, they're but, the worst team in the uh, Bulls. California. Bulls is like not a good place to coach right now, considering how people saw the Last Dance documentary. So I feel like that position is going to be very tough to fill. And then for the Pelicans, uh, I don't know who they get on. Get, get honestly, like I don't know who would who who do you think would be a good choice to actually get to coach? It has to be a I got an idea. What about Fizdale? Is that Brooklyn? It was. Oh, no, 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 no. David Fizdale? Yeah, David Fizdale. You, I, I wouldn't say you need a coach who has experience mm-hmm. and is willing to yeah. help these guys grow. Yeah, that's the thing. You so, don't need a hard ass. Yeah, that's the thing. Pelican's job is now open. Bull's job, Brooklyn's job is rumored to be open. Open. Like, I'm going to be curious, like, who's going to be coaching? Because, like, the only big player I really, really saw off the board was Thibodeau, and now he's he just signed with the Knicks. So, I don't know. Should be interesting. But, yeah, I feel like and that's the thing, like, you know, you hear, you know, Brooklyn saying they're going to try and pursue, like, Greg Popovich. Like, I don't think they can get Popovich. I feel like San Antonio will not let him go. So, and if they did, they'd have to pay him, like, a whole lot of money. I don't see that happening. Yeah. But other than that, like, another thing I wanted to run by you is they they finally did – put up the NBA awards. I figure we can figure out who's going to be the winner of that. I know they don't really matter as much in, anymore, but I figure we can. Okay. Are we, are we talking the whole season or are we talking just the bubble? It's the whole, 
it's the whole season season they said so they revealed who the winners were no they revealed the finalists so i'm gonna okay mvp so, who we got so yeah for mvp Giannis, Giannis, uh harden or lebron uh i say Giannis personally just yeah i'm gonna have to go with Giannis on that one too. yeah i feel like harden's harden's really not harden and lebron really haven't been doing anything extremely impressive this year it's not Nothing against them. It's just what I've kind of noticed as a fan. Fan. Like, I just really – like, I feel like Giannis has been, like, the one who's had the most story – had the most people talking this year. So, yeah. That – so – Who won it last year? Giannis was last year. So, I feel like back-to-back would be a good – back-to-back could be possibility. So, you never know. And then rookie of the year, Morant, uh, Kendrick Nunn, and Zion Williamson. I say Morant. It's either Morant and Morant. However, you can make an argument with Kendrick Nunn. So he was explosive in the beginning. Yeah, but Morant was probably more consistent. Yeah, I'd say Morant is unanimous, just because like the 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 problem with. Zion is he was hurt and then he's just he really kind of too hyped up. Yeah, yeah. Morant could be the sophomore player of the year next year. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like, and I was listening to TNT, like Charles Barkley. Like, one thing he needs to do during the off season is figure out what weight is he comfortable at. Comfortable at. Like, you know, I feel like if he can figure that out, he can probably get more progress done. But other than that, like, yeah, I think Morant is, definitely deserves it because he single-handedly carried the Grizzlies from, to relevance in his rookie year. So I'd say he definitely deserves it hands down. So defensive player of the year, uh, Giannis, uh, Anthony Davis, and Rudy Gobert. Um, I'd say AD just because, like, he's been – he. Just because, like, I really don't know what this one. Like, I feel like maybe just give it to Gobert just because he's, like, the defending one. one. And other than that, like, I don't really know. Well, if you give Giannis the MVP, I don't think he'll be the defensive player yeah. of the year. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, man, AD so, or Gobert. Yeah. I'm going to go with AD, too. Yeah, AD wouldn't be horrible. Like, I feel like people wouldn't complain about that. But, yeah. And then, sixth man of the year, uh, Montrez Harrell, uh, Dennis Schroeder, and Lou Williams. Uh, I'd say oh. Montrez Harrell would be, would be my pick for it. So... I'd have to agree with you on that one, too. I mean, usually both people disagree with each other. But man, that guy's gotta be top five underrated. Yeah, he's definitely he's really underrated rated. So I feel like that would probably be I wouldn't be surprised if Dennis Schroeder won it. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised either. Like I feel like with six man, all three are very viable candidates because they're like very underrated rated players that are on the bench. So yeah. And then <clears throat> Last qu- category is Coach of the Year. 
Mike Budenholzer, Billy Donovan, and Nick Nurse. My Who's pick, Billy Donovan with? Uh, Billy Do- Donovan is OKC's coach. Uh, is he the coach? My pick for this is Nick Nurse. However, I give major props to Billy Do- Donovan. The reason I say Nurse is because he after because he's been a people pretty much after like Kawhi left for Kawhi left for L for the Clipper Clippers. People expected them to fall apart. Part how yet they are still keeping strong because they still got Siakam, they got Van Vliet, they got Ibaka, Baca, they got got all these player players who are still competing competing at the same rate and. And I feel like Nurse has really stepped up his game, game since ever since sort of like taking over for Dwayne Casey. So I'm gonna have yeah. to disagree with you on that one. Yeah, but Billy Donovan for me, Billy. I give major props to because, like, I know that it's sort of the thing, same thing. After like you had Paul George leave for, for for the Clippers, you had you traded Westbrook to the Rockets. Like now is they pretty much had them to collapse but he was able to get this team team to thrive under his sort of system because like even like after last season like his last few seasons he's been coach he hasn't really been like super good like you know like like as many others would say but that's just my opinion so what do you think i'd have to go billy donovan yeah i Nobody expected the Thunder to be this good. Mm-hmm. We all expected the Thunder to not make the playoffs, but CP3 kept his kept his game his worth ethic up, and they just they were the surprise of the year, give or take. Yeah. If you count the bubble, the Suns were the surprise of the bubble. Yeah. But the Thunder were the surprise of the year. Yeah, that's the thing. Like. I feel like those – as much as I, re, I think Mike Budenholzer is a top coach in the league right now, I just think it's better like you have – I think it's a better choice to get get some – get these two guys – these two. I think it's be, – I think it seems better that like Nick Nurse and Billy Donovan are in the running for it because like their work – they're essentially becoming like the new coach, the new sort of like top coaches in the NBA essentially. So yeah, but so that's what my take on that. But yeah, so pretty much as many of you know, I'm not sure, or you should know by the time of this recording, the sad times are upon us. The Big Ten is canceling their season. I'm just well, like, I don't know what what to think, dude. It's just well. Who else did it? The Pac-12 did it, right? Yeah, Pac-12 did it. ACC. Uh, even though they even canceled the title games too, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Look, I don't know, but like, I feel like this this is probably the death blow to college to the college football. Like ACC, SEC, and like all those others say they can keep going. I don't. Nebraska think said too. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna go. I don't think they can. It's just like only a matter of time before the NCAA just steps in and does something, even though they say they're not going to. It's 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 one of the it's a difficult decision to make. 
I couldn't make it, mm-hmm. but when you have these college kids and you don't know where they've been the whole week and they come in to play football, mm-hmm. you don't know what they got and they could be they could be spreading the virus and just, just yeah. put it out there. So you don't have a bubble. And it's just, it's just, I think the reason they did it was because it's harder to trace where people have been. But also, if you're a university, I really don't know if our university has canceled sports yet. They I don't have. know. They have. Okay, they have. You don't want to be liable if somebody gets into your watch. Yeah. You don't want to. You just, you want to do everything in your power to make sure everyone's safe. Now, how is this going to impact the fall? Well, Saturdays are going to be really weird. But I heard that I read that NFL might become might go on Saturdays yeah. too. It might not be a bad idea. Dia, be, being completely honest, because right now I just don't. I feel like, you know, honestly, it's being completely fair and on, honest. I feel like it might it might just be time to pull the plug on both college college football ball and maybe actual football cuz essentially now that essentially now now that like you have all the, the Big 10 and Pac 12 are out, how do you think the NFL draft is going to work in the combine? Hey, hi, yeah, I read an article I saw articles yeah. about that. How are you going to Say, say, just, just, just to sit, just because usually, like, because that's usually the thing, like, like, typically, how, how they do it, how a lot of the sort they of, scout during each game, right? Yeah, yeah, no, here's the thing, so like, take the games away, are you gonna scout? Yeah, so typically, like, it's an easy schedule for like, for like both college First, yeah. on how they, how they sort of like handle handle sort of like the football seasons they start typically in fall fall the both seasons will start in the fall fall they'll go up until about they'll do the conference they'll do february typically like january february is when they do their championship games games then march they do the combine fine then like then like april may april may sort of like april or may yeah, typically like March and April is when you do the combines, get the students, get the, get all that stuff. Then like May June is like when you do the draft, draft, and then like July August training camp, camping, rinse and repeat. So I just feel like now that it's canceled, it's just better to like kind of put the operation on pause for the time being. Like it's just, I, just, I gotta say right now it would be it would. I would not want to be in the shoes of those people making those decisions. Yeah, I just feel – I think it but would be hard. One question I do have is – and I've been reading around this, reading about this, is everyone who's eligible to play this year and who's a senior, do they just – is their season just done and they're, they, they can't do no more? I don't know. Like, Rashad Bateman, I know, he uh, he is – he – before, like – the season got canceled. He actually uh, <clears throat> opted out. 
he actually planned on opting out because he has asthma and didn't want to put his put his health or family at risk, which I get. Yeah, that's totally understandable. But like, I just, he said, what he said is he wasn't going to participate and was going to go focus on being in the draft for the combine and the draft. So I don't know. Like, I just, I, I can't. Like, I feel like, I feel oh, like, it's, honestly, like, not to, I just feel like this isn't something that needs to happen right now. It's not to like, it, would I like it to happen? Absolutely. It's just right now. I just don't think we are. We should be in the position to be doing this. It's just too much of a gamble. We'll find out because I don't think the NFL has had a memo on this. No, I, no. I, do, I did read an article that's had each team and whether or not they let people in. Yeah. Well, Jerry Jones has said he's going to well, have. Yeah. He's going to have the whole, the whole stadium packed, even though you're in the middle of Texas, which is – isn't Texas, like, the biggest – one have the most cases? Uh, well, no. I haven't yeah. really looked at it recently, but yeah. I bet it's probably top five. Yeah, Texas has had, was the first ones to issue, issue the, ma- the mandatory mask, mask sort of protocols. I'm like, okay, uh, it's just – I don't – and that's another thing. Like, Jerry Jones has been really quiet for a long, long time. I'm well, like, we both know why. <laughs> yeah, we both know why. So We're not going to talk about it, though. Yeah, we can't – yeah. But also on the Cowboys, they signed Everson Griffin, which I don't – Good for him. Yeah, you know, First good off. for him. Good for him. Good like, job. you know, I feel like we could have u- really used him, but it, it is what it is. He wants to go do other things things that's cool but i'm curious like i feel did, did they re- did the cowboys really need him is the big question do the cowboys need to sign have they signed Dak prescott yet no uh they've apparently i don't know entirely but they've agreed to terms but i don't know i honestly don't know no honestly like considering what patrick mahomes got i don't think he I don't think he the money he he's worth the money he's he, he's desiring. That's the thing. Oh, I have something against Dak Prescott. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I what I know. do. But yeah. <clears throat> anyway, other signings that happened yesterday. Uh, George Kittle got a new deal, and Travis Kelsey got a new deal. Which I honestly yes. think they des- they deserve it because they are like. Two of the best tight ends right now, up there with like Tony Gonzalez, Antonio Gates, those type of dudes. So, I'd say good for them. Good for them. So, yeah, even though the Chiefs literally have like no calorie salary cap. <laughs> no, think about it. Think about it. In this offseason alone. Well, when you sign your quarterback who's arguably going to be top five yeah. greatest quarterbacks ever. To a ten-year, four hundred and fifty million dollar deal, you're gonna have those kinds of situations happen. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they paid. They all on, like I'm sure you know they they have their wideouts under contract: Tyreek Hill, Hill and Sammy Watkins. I don't think they have Hardman under it because he's still a rookie technically, but he's probably gonna want a little money. But uh, you sign Chris Jones to a five like a five-year deal, deal. I forget. 
like a five-year, like, uh, like Aaron Donald's money, I should say, like what Aaron Donald's getting. And then you sign, now you just signed Kelsey to a six-year deal. So I'm like, man, they got a, they're going to probably not have a lot of cap space. But honestly, like if they, if they win three more Super Bowls, I feel like no one will be complaining anymore. So, because that's the thing, like with Mahomes' contract, in order for it to like be, be considered like a, a success, he needs at least I'd say two more Super Bowls. For after that, like I'd say he can get it. The it doesn't really matter the money he's getting paid. So, yeah. There you have it, folks. Mm-hmm. The wild world of sports. The wild, wild world of spor- sports. Mm-hmm. We didn't yep. even mention the MLS. Yeah. I, I kind of expected it. It was it's <laughs> too good to be true. This, for the first – to be honest, after 20 – after almost 20 years since for almost like, I forget what our drought is. It's like, tw- I think like here, I hold on a sec. Give me a sec. For, for what? Uh, championship droughts. And what sports soccer? No, just for like Minnesota in general, general here. We won on. in 1991. Yeah. Could have won in 2009, but yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, 29 years and counting, the Minneapolis St. Paul has been without a championship. So, like in the big four, I should say. Like, obviously, the Lynx have won six title. Titles. We had the White Caps win a cup. Cup. Uh, I just feel. I just think like what I really want is just like someone to win like a major title. You know, like the Stanley Cup, Cup, the Super Bowl, the even I'll take the World Series at this point. 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 Even though we got three already. Ready. I feel like it's something. You know. I like how you just didn't mention the Timberwolves. Well, the Timberwolves. They got it. They, that's different. It, that's a different problem. It's just like yeah, we'll be a while. Yeah, and what's and Ke- let me just say right now, Kevin Garnett is concerning me because he said something on E said something to a reporter saying because people are apparently he said that he want he would like to get he would work really hard to get the Seattle Sonics back. I, if he buys the Wolves, I swear he relocates it. I will. <laughs> That is the biggest heel turn on us. The biggest heel turn. Yeah, you can't make it the Seattle Timberwolves. That just doesn't have a right ring to it. Well, I mean, just move it and then recall them the Sonics. I feel like it could be easy to – I feel like like the, it'd be pretty easy to – Well, the owner said he wants to stay in Minnesota. So. Yeah, well, I think, I think KG – she just means like work at getting an expansion team. Like he knows this team, he knows dang well what this team means to the city and how much he's put into it. So suddenly KG turned. Yeah, KG. He's got a slow burning heel turn. Yeah. 
I'm just like, yeah. Other than that, like that's kind of all in the wide, wide world of sports. Under an hour. Look at that. Yeah. We're efficient. That's what we are. So, yeah. Anyway. Indeed we are. Thank you all of us for joining, and we hope to see you again next time. Peace out, all. Bye. Peace.